Tonight is the NHL Eastern Conference Toilet Bowl. It is the most exciting thing happening in my life. Maybe it's the most exciting thing happening in your life. We'll talk about it today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilshorn. Not with me today because time zones are just very difficult when uh, six hours separates you and your co-host. But back tomorrow is my co-host, Jay Foster. We are here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before I get going, I want to say thank you to the everydayers for making this your first listen every day. We really appreciate it. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free if you're watching on YouTube. Hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. We're also free on the SiriusXM app. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Today's episode is going to be... Talking about the Ottawa Senators, who are in town to play the Blue Jackets at the friendly confines of Nationwide Arena on this Friday night, first game of December. Good chance for the Jackets to just wipe the slate clean. November was not a good month. Just, uh, what was it? What did we read the other night? Five and nine, something like that in the month of November. So, need to completely shake that one off. Just a bad, bad month, but a, a new start for the Blue Jackets here against the Ottawa Senators. We're going to talk about who this team is, who are they actually playing tonight, what have the Senators done to this point, maybe some reasons why they can definitely steal this one from the Jackets tonight. I think that's on the table with any team that plays the Blue Jackets is that there's points on the table. Um, we'll talk about what the Jackets need to do to – get points at home against the Senators in the second segment, and then we'll wrap up with some predictions in the final segment. So, yeah, I think this is absolutely a winnable game for Columbus. I thought the last game was a winnable game, of course, and it definitely was, and I think it's it's unlikely that a well-coached team like the Blue Jackets, which I, I to, to this point I've, I've remained consistent, I do think they have been well-coached by Pascal Vincent. And when I say that, I'm saying that to point out that I don't think they will play two bad games in a row. I think Columbus will play with a different energy tonight. I think they probably feel a little embarrassed about what happened to them amidst a really good run. The, the Blue Jackets have been playing a lot better the last several games. And in the middle of it, they dropped a stinker to Montreal on Wednesday night. But that was a game that they could have easily won. And they needed – there's no moral victories at this point in the season. But – uh, the Jackets need to play with confidence tonight. They need to play with with a much better energy than they did Wednesday night if they want to win this one because the Ottawa Senators are kind of a pesky team. They are known as the pesky Sens, and there's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of reasons for that. They have a lot of talented dudes. Like They have a lot more players that I'm worried about. Like Even though they're in the same kind of spot in the Atlantic standings, as the Montreal Canadiens, 
And even though this is as winnable as winnable of a game as the one prior, they still have a lot more players that can light the lamp, I feel like. I feel like Ottawa, and in fact, if you look at their overall goal differential this year, they are uh, one of five teams in the Atlantic that have a, a positive plus minus. And the Senators are in last place in the Atlantic right now. Plenty of games in hand. I think they have like five games in hand on the Canadians who are five points in front of them, something like that. So they're not true last place, but they are. They are in the last place in the Atlantic division right now. So that's why this makes this the toilet bowl, the Eastern Conference, as it led. But the Senators coached by 46-year-old DJ Smith. DJ started out his coaching career. This is interesting. He started his coaching career in the NHL as an assistant in Toronto for the Maple Leafs in 2015 under Mike Babcock. He spent four years as the assistant coach to Mike Babcock before he took the Senators head coaching role in the 2019 season, I want to say. He's been with the Senators the last four years. So this is his fifth year as the head coach of the team, which they finished seventh, sixth, seventh, uh, and sixth in the Atlantic the last four years. So DJ's had kind of a long leash here with a team like Ottawa. And I wonder just, I don't want to speculate on his job, but it's, it's hard not to because they have so many talented players. As I mentioned, uh, again, this team just scares me a lot more than a team like Montreal did just because they have a lot more guys that I feel like can, can score and can light the lamp. I mean, just off the top. Tim Stutzel, who leads the team in points with 22 points this year. Brady Kachuk is their team leader in goals. He has 10 on the year. But then you got just some savvy veterans like Claude Giroux and Vladimir Tarasenko. Good offensive defensemen in Jake Sanderson and Jacob Chikrin. This is a really well-rounded team that has had a disappointing year so far, I feel like. I mean, they they had three big offs. They had... Too big. I don't know when. I, don't, I think Claude Drew might have been with the Senators last year, but this offseason they got Vladimir Tarasenko and Jonas Corposalo, who makes a return to Nationwide tonight. He should be the leader of the. He should be leading the headlines for this one. And I'll talk a lot about Corpy here in just a second. But point being, this Senators team is is really well rounded. I think the coach might be holding them back a little bit. If you look at how, like, they've had Brady Kachuk on the Senators the last four years. They've had Tim Stutzel on the Senators at least the last two years. So the fact that he hasn't gotten them above sixth in the, in the Atlantic division, that's going to never do good, never going to look good in a Canadian market. But uh, so there's, there's a lot on the line for him tonight. I mean, Pascal Vincent is... I don't believe he's anywhere near the hot seat right now because this team's just just starting out. Pascal had absolutely no time to prepare for this year, but these are two young coaches who are well, one's uh, four years and four years ahead into his NHL head coach career than the other one. Should be an interesting game. Should be an interesting game to say the least. I think if you look at the goalies on both sides. I feel like the Blue Jackets are going to start Elvis tonight. It's the right thing to do, right? Elvis, the guy that sat behind Jonas Corposalo, but also 
at the same time kind of took Corpy's job away from him. Maybe you want to maybe Jonas Corposalo still feels like he's getting paid uh 20 million dollars over the next four seasons. So I think it's all gonna end up working out for Corpy. But maybe he feels like Elvis took his job unjustifiably. Like he maybe he feels and he's definitely gonna be playing with an edge, of course, because this is where Corpusalo spent the last nine years, but just just to read Corpy's stats so far this year, he has a five and five record, three point three four goals against average, 0.902 save percentage. He's actually having a down year right now. If you look at his goals against average and his save percentage, but he's five and five, and he's outplaying another former Blue Jackets goaltender, Antoine Forsberg. Yes, this guy. Out there with the Senators, he's three and four this year as a three point four seven goals against average. So, either way, either way, it's going to be hopefully the Blue Jackets and you know the staff, whoever runs game production at Nationwide Arena, credit them. Hopefully, they keep doing the right thing where they make these little welcome home packages for the guys that spent like two seconds here, like Jonathan Quick, who didn't even play a game here. They did a little like welcome back graphic for him. That's great stuff. That's you know, shout out nationwide, shout out just the I don't know, the game day crew. I guess that's what I want to say for at least always doing a good job keeping keeping the entertainment light and keeping it fun. But I'm sure whether they play Forsberg or Corpusalo, it's gonna be Corpusalo. Like it it has to be Corpusalo. If DJ Smith, this this coach at uh in Ottawa has any any brain, which I'm sure he does, he's gonna start Corpy in his place where he had played the last nine years uh, for a revenge game, just because obviously Corpy is gonna be locked in for this one. It's the place where he spent, you know, really a hundred percent of his career before this season. So should be a fun game with him back in the building and him going against Elvis. That's just gonna be a fun matchup. And Elvis is definitely going to have to play good. That goes without saying. He's been playing good, so I'm not really too concerned about him. I'll talk about some areas that I am concerned with and just overall what the Blue Jackets need to do to get two points against the Ottawa Senators tonight. We'll talk about that next on Locked on Blue Jackets. Well, the weather's starting to get colder. Thanksgiving has passed. And actually, you know what? If you're me, this is kind of the best time of the year to get some guys together, get outside, play a little turkey bowl game, right? Play a little outdoor, two-hand touch football game. That's what I want to do. My mind's just constantly thinking about football. And uh, I'm constantly thinking about the NFL, watching the NFL. My Lions, even though they lost on Thanksgiving, they're still looking good this year. And I'm definitely going to be placing some action on them because the NFL offers are hot right now on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if the Lions beat the Bears this upcoming Sunday, I'm going to be winning big. It's a great app. FanDuel is a super easy app to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season post Thanksgiving, but it's never too late to kick off the NFL season with the official partner of the NFL, FanDuel. Jackets with 
a season that they can still resurrect. Let's just get that out of the way. It feels like all is lost, and I'm starting to see folks on Twitter already making trades, hitting the trade machine, trying to get rid of Patrick Laine, trying to fire the general manager, Yarmo Kegelainen. And <coughs> excuse me. It's just a bunch of bogus. I feel like it's just it, I'm not really buying into it until it happens. I think first of all, if Yarmo's gonna trade Patrick Line, he has to feel like it's a, a Hail Mary type of move. Because one, Patrick Line, of all the stars that have walked through the building of Nationwide Arena wearing a blue jackets uniform, Patrick Line has been the biggest advocate for the city of Columbus, the biggest fan of the city of Columbus. Just a great ambassador for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Just a great just guy, and I feel like just a great team leader. All the things he said in the locker room, taking ownership for how the team played in Finland last year's home country, taking ownership for how bad the team has played to this point of the season. He's just taken a lot of heat in his career in general, even going back to his time with the Winnipeg Jets. He was getting a lot of heat. This dude, I just do not feel like is the one that I'm going to point fingers at for why why this team is playing bad, nor am I going to be the guy to be like, they need to be trading him. Because let me remind you, at the time that he got a concussion in the middle of the ice, just trying to make a simple play on the empty net, he took a garbage hit from Rasmus Anderson. The more that time has gone on and that I've had time to think about it, that hit was trash. That hit was just uncalled for garbage. Patrick Laine has been outstanding for Columbus. I don't feel like the benching that he took from Pascal Vincent was deserved. I feel like the dude's just been a great overall hockey player. I mean, he hasn't been ripping the goals the way that I think Columbus fans thought he was going to, but that will come in time. There will be a stretch where Patrick Laine is getting like eight goals in a nine-game stretch or he could get like nine goals in a four-game stretch if he wants to. He can turn it on that much. What are we talking about? Like he was one of the goal scorers, one of the two goal scorers in the Blue Jackets' latest loss against the Canadians. So I feel like he's been not the one to blame. I feel like if I'm going to point fingers at anybody, I'm looking at you, Johnny Gaudreau. I'm looking at a guy like you because – what are you doing, man? You're not really scoring the way that we thought you were going to be, which is fine because we all know you're not you're not a goal scorer. You're a passer. You love to pass. You'd rather make a pass on a goal any day. You talk about that all the time, or at least you did when you first came here. And now you've kind of gone cold, kind of not really getting the passes. Um, and maybe you're not being put in the right situation. But tonight, or at, at the lines that uh, – Pascal Vincent had in practice Thursday are the lines that are going to be starting the game. Then Johnny Gaudreau is going to be centered by Boone Jenner. And his right wing is going to be Kent Johnson, who makes a return from Cleveland, from the AHL. This is another dude who is kind of being talked about in an opposite light from Patrick Line, right? Like Kent Johnson is kind of being rumored that he doesn't like the city of Columbus, or maybe not the city of Columbus, but just isn't happy with his situation with the Blue Jackets organization. And whether that's just completely made up online, which I'm going to kind of lean is, I kind of feel like the fifth line on Twitter, on message boards, they can kind of just get out of hand and just 
make up just wild stuff. They kind of just they kind of lose it. I mean, come on, as a Blue Jackets fan, I've personally been living in cuckoo land. I know Jay can probably admit as a Blue Jackets fan, he's been living in cuckoo land. Like you just make actually he's one of the more he's got his head on a little bit tighter than I think I do for sure. And many definitely more than some of you guys on Twitter. But one of the things that was out there at one point this season was that Ken Johnson was already looking to get out of Columbus. And that was because he had changed representation with his agent. And this kind of all happened at the same time that he got sent down to the minors, which I believe my stance on that a couple weeks ago was, okay, if he's not going to be here with the right attitude and if he wants out, whatever, send him to the AHL, let him rot there. He has done the opposite of that. He has flourished in Cleveland. He has gotten, I mean, night after night, I have seen a, a clip of him playing really well, scoring a goal. And in media availability today, it seemed like he had the right attitude being back in Columbus and looks like it looks excited at the opportunity to play the Ottawa Senators tonight and uh, get a win, get a win, maybe even get a goal. Maybe Ken Johnson. That's that's probably who I'm going to take to get a goal tonight, just because that just that just seems right. It just seems like the way that he had been playing in Cleveland, the just he came. I say all this to say. He came back to Columbus with a much better attitude than I would expect of a guy who wants out of this team. And I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think from an outside observer, I I'm just I'm just gonna choose the side of he wants to be here right now. And I think I think he just he's just one of those hockey players that just won't say very much, just doesn't have a lot to say, maybe in general, or uh, for you know, it was just one of those kind of laid back, chill kind of hockey players, and I feel like his game reflects that, right? When he's on the ice, when Kent Johnson is actually on the ice, he he kind of plays that way. He's kind of like a surfer dude out there. Like he's just his feet aren't doing as much. His feet are kind of moving stagnant, but those hands are moving. Those hands are doing something. That head is being kept up. He's looking for a pass, and. That player, a player like that, can just bring so much value to your team, especially if you're a team right now that has had trouble scoring, which the Blue Jackets have definitely had trouble scoring. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see some defensive lines, but I'm, I was okay with the Provorov and Rurensky pairing the other night. Uh, Adam Boquist, I've, I've really liked his game to this point. I feel like he he this is kind of he's already on chance number two this season he had a call up earlier this year and he didn't look so good in in that stretch but in this latest stretch for Columbus I think Adam Boquist has been one of the better defensemen and I really hope he keeps it going Erica Branson has also been a very good defenseman for the Blue Jackets we've talked about we've you know we've sang uh, his praise for a while now um Zach Wierenski still continues to be the best defenseman on this team, leading this team in points uh, in that position. And uh, he, the Blue Jackets are just much better when he's in the lineup. There's no doubt about that. There's no question about that. And I hope he continues to stay healthy because he's definitely a big reason why the Blue Jackets have been playing tight and have been playing close games. I genuinely believe that this game could be very high scoring. I don't think that would surprise anybody. Anybody who knows the Senators know 
they can score a lot of goals. I mean, look at their record this year. I mean, look at some of their wins. Some of their wins have been uh, huge blowouts, uh, and some of their losses have been close. Granted, they have been outscored their last two games 10-3 to and are actually coming off their worst performance um, of the season on Wednesday night against the Panthers. They got blanked by the Panthers, only put 20 shots on goal. It was a wild game. There was tons of penalties in that one. Uh, some fun clips were coming out of that one with Brady Kachuk staring down his brother, Matthew Kachuk. And like those guys were just, they were just caught chirping each other, which is just always a good moment when, you know, brothers are on the ice uh, bantering. That's just, that's just fun. That's just fun uh, hockey content for sure. But the auto centers are always due for a game where they just rip off six goals. And I think if they look, if they're looking at their schedule right now, which this is kind of a breakup game for them, actually, I'm, I'm going to talk about this all. I got to hit a break and I will talk about what this game means for the Ottawa Senators and then maybe wrap up with some predictions next here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Well, we are still not even halfway through this NHL season, which means all sorts of things are possible. I still believe the Blue Jackets, it is possible for them to make the playoffs and win the Stanley Cup. That would be a crazy scenario, but it's possible. It's possible for Adam Fantilli to win the Calder Trophy this year because he has been a phenomenal rookie for them. Um, And yeah, it's possible for Elvis Merzlikens to win the Vesna. It's possible for you to win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest with Sleeper, the Daily Fantasy Hockey app. It is my choice from all Daily Fantasy sports, but especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, where I can win 100 times my money week to week. What you can find on there is Daily Fantasy plays in the NFL, NBA, MLB, and college football. All of it is on Sleeper, um, one of my favorite teams in college football right now is the Texas Longhorns because they have a really exciting team right now. They are a very proud university that hasn't been in the national spotlight in quite a while, so I've been keeping an eye on them. But back to hockey, you can bet on studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McKinnon, William Nylander, he's a baller right now. You will be asked to track things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and Uh, A couple more items in any given game. You will be betting against a certain amount for each one of those uh, statistical categories. And if you get eight in a row, you can win 100 times your cash. So start paying attention, start nailing your picks, and you can win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers, terms of use for details and location availability. All right, we already talked about some of the things the Blue Jackets need to do. Actually, I don't think I talked about any of the things the Blue Jackets need to do other than just get their act together. They need to put on a better show for the for their home crowd on Friday night because Wednesday night's effort was just pathetic, and it doesn't read well a couple days later either. I mean, looking back at a 4-2 loss like that just is just just gross, man. Like, it's not fun. It's not fun. Um, 
It's especially the way that the Blue Jackets lost that game to the Canadians earlier this year. And for that team to get you again, this time you get no points out of it. The Jackets need to get points tonight. Again, if they are serious about this season, if they are serious about possibly swinging back and making a, a playoff run, they need to win these games at home because they got the Senators at home next week or later this week. They got the, the Kings at home. Next week, they got the Blues, Panthers, and, you know, up upcoming, they got the Devils, Sabres, uh, or excuse me, Devils, Capitals, Leafs, and the Leafs again. Those are your remaining home games for this month. So if you're going to have a good month, you might as well beat a team like the Ottawa Senators because of those teams I named, maybe them and the Blues are your two most winnable games there. The rest of them are just going to be tough Atlantic teams. And, yeah. This is a beatable team. The Senators are on a bad stretch right now. They have lost two straight games. They are eight and nine. The Senators have played their last six games at home, and their next three games after this one are also at home. So that means that this is one game in a 10-game stretch that's on the road for the Senators, which means they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be playing – with an edge. It's a chance for the boys to get on on the road. I know Columbus doesn't have the craziest nightlife, but hey, maybe that makes a chance for the Sanders to play a ton of cards in the hotel lobby in the Hilton in downtown where they're going to be where they're going to be staying. You know, like th- this is going to be a tough out. Point is, anytime the Blue Jackets pop up on another team's schedule, they always look at that at this game as a get-right game. And Columbus needs to be looking at this game from their point of view as a get-right game. I definitely think Corpus Allo is going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. There's no doubt about that. I think Elvis will have a chip uh, uh, on his shoulder, given the way that the last contest went out against the Habs. And I just hope the whole team in general just ha- uh, plays with a little better edge. I know Ken Johnson is going to look awesome out there. The second line that was on the ice – Thursday for Thursday's practice was Chinikov, Ronkov, and Marchenko, the three Russian forwards who have been outstanding so far this year. Shout out to them, by the way. The first Russian, first of four, the first, what am I trying to say? The first four, I don't know. You guys know the stat, right? All the Russians on the team scored uh, against the Blackhawks, or who did they all score against? Yeah, against the Bruins. All four of the Blue Jackets Russian players scored against the Bruins. That was the first time that had happened in NHL history. So, hey, the Blue Jackets could lose every game the rest of the year. They still made NHL history, and that alone is pretty exciting. And anyway, Bronkov, centering Chinikov, and Marchenko as the second line for tonight's game against the Senators. I... 100% bet that there will be a goal coming out of that line, maybe two, maybe three, hopefully five goals out of that second line for Columbus tonight. Uh, Fantilli, Danforth, and Line, if that is the third line, kind of deservingly so, all right? Those are all three guys. Like Danforth, I mean, he's kind of been playing in the bottom six all year, so it's not really a shock to his system, but Fantilli – has been playing in the middle six. Line has been in the top six every time that he's been in the lineup. So this would be a huge, huge kind of down a step down for him. But I definitely think when he plays 
with Adam Fantilli, there's a lot of magic there. So uh, not that we've seen, of course, but a lot of potential for magic. Like, you know, when you just start learning a couple tricks, I don't know any magic tricks, but I'm sure when you do learn your first magic trick, it is a pretty rewarding feeling. And I feel like you don't do that. You don't finally nail that trick unless you have practice. And what better practice for Lionel and Fantilli than for them to just play every single night together, hopefully before what I hope doesn't happen, Patrick Lionel getting traded out of Columbus. So a lot to pay attention to with this team right now. If the rumors are true, which I guess they're not really rumors. It's just more crazy CBJ fans out there making up random trades in their trade machine, just coming up with anything that they can think of. Something crazy like Patrick Line for Mitchell Marner. Maybe, maybe. Why not? Why not? Hey, who says no? William Nylander. What? What? Did I say that? I don't know. No. Uh, Jack Hughes? No, I don't know. I don't know what Yarmo could squeeze out of a Patrick Line trade. Um, usually when the Blue Jackets have to trade away players that fans are really attached to, they get something pretty good out of it. And Yarmo is another reason why I don't want to talk about his position because he has been a good general manager for this team. And I don't think I really need to explain why I believe that he's been here for a long time and has had a lot of competitive teams that have just not worked out for whatever reason, for whatever excuse. Maybe he can talk about that someday after his career is all over. Maybe we can talk about that someday after his career is all over. When we get back tomorrow, we'll be talking about how the Blue Jackets did against the Ottawa Senators. Thank you again to the Everydayers for making this your first listen every day. I want to remind the people that are already one of our Everydayers that Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free right here on YouTube. You can see... uh, it looks like that I've been up for 15 straight hours. I have, and it's been a fun 15 straight hours. It doesn't matter what I've been doing. You don't care anyway, but I am definitely tired, so I'm going to go to sleep. Um, and I'm going to need some sleep because this game against the Senators tomorrow can go like in overtime and like 15 shootout rounds, which would be very fun. And I think this is going to be a very fun game. I can't wait to talk about that tomorrow. So that's what we'll be doing then. I'm Hayden Howsorn. My co-host is Jay Foster. You can find Jay on Twitter at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. I am on Twitter at HaydenH971. The show is on there at LO underscore Blue Jackets. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can actually direct those straight to our email, lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.